but we're really trying to hone in on that one person. So that way everything ties together. So we can consistently yeah, every talk to single that thing we do is steering to the direction of that one ideal client that we have. Have you ever stopped and asked yourself, is this what I really want to be doing with my life? We have, and the answer wasn't what we expected. Hi, I'm Margaret. And I'm Stetson. We made a really big decision to do a complete rebrand of our four-year-old relocations company. New look, new business model, the works. Some people might think we're crazy. Do you? But it's what we needed to do in order to better align ourselves with our goals for our company. In this podcast, we talk about not only our journey through rebranding, but all things business. Marketing, building your client base, social media. In fact, there is never an end to the topics we will discuss here. So we invite you now to sit back, take notes, and enjoy the One Crazy Journey podcast. Welcome to the One Crazy Journey podcast. We are at episode 32. Welcome. We're so excited to have you with us. But before we get started, don't forget to subscribe to the One Crazy Journey podcast. We put on new episodes every Monday. And if you're a loyal listener, please take a second and give us a five-star review and maybe write a review because we love to hear what you think about the podcast. And you can follow us on all of our social medias at the One Crazy Journey podcast and everything.envy on Instagram. So you can follow us everywhere. We can be followed. Yes. And we do love those reviews, don't we? Oh yeah. It's so fun to hear. Like even when you guys DM us like on our Instagram and, oh my gosh, and you just say, Oh, your episode. Yeah. It was so helpful. It's just like, okay, we are doing this for a reason. So. Yeah. Oh, and it, it just makes us feel good. Cause that's what our mission is exactly. to help as many people as we can. Exactly. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening. And let's get y'all caught up. This weekend was very productive. It was a very productive weekend. Because I was just on my computer the whole weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I spent some time in the garden. It's because I went ahead and picked out all the carrots. I had some really weird shaped carrots. Really like a, weird. Yeah, I had a three-legged one. I had one that that looked like split at the bottom, like fishtail. But the weirdest one was the one that looked like it split wide open because it had like four baby carrots growing it inside of it. It literally looked like little care, like little animals or something or little characters or humans in there is weird. Like it looked you know, like something, you know what I thought? And it, it had like an egg shape yeah. on half of it where it was like rounded, split open. And then inside there was like these little babies. In yeah. There. Like these baby weird. carrots and they're like baby humans, but in the, the outside of it is like wood. I mean, it's like, it's so hard. It's like a piece of wood, so but I was thinking of it. No, no, it's open. no, no. I just put it in water. Mike said, let's put it in water and see if it grows a sprout. But anyway, I was thinking of that avatar land or what, what's that, that land oh. in animal kingdom where mm-hmm. we went on the avatar, ride. I was thinking that thing could totally belong. Yeah. In I think it's, it's not avatar, but yeah, those Pandora, Pandora. Yeah. 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 Is that what it's called? I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. Pandora land or, or whatever. Pagoda or something. It's Pandora. that, it's that movie where the, they like plug into these, um, kind of alien type things and they're blue i think it's called avatar ride they ride like yeah dragons and stuff <laughs> i don't yeah, know I've see we don't even one. know i have too but we were totally in the land and that was one of my favorite rides like but anyway it. i felt like this carrot could fit right in on the tree of life or something you seriously know? It so weird. that is really weird <laughs> um yeah well that's good that you got to do that yeah i didn't really go outside at all <laughs> but it was fine because i was like so sucked into like funnel hacking and I love it. Yeah. You did some like really good out stuff. And just working on yeah. a project that we're working on and just doing that. I feel like I would rather do that than like watch. Oh, me too. Like Netflix or something. Yeah. I was like, do I want to funnel hack people 
do I want to do like nothing productive? Yeah. I feel like it's more fun. And I just feel like, I mean, okay, here's the thing. We've talked about this before. It's not good to work all the time. You do have to take a break. Yeah. But I feel just more productive when I'm like, ooh, I have all this time to just like work on a bunch of stuff. And there was like our like to know it page I've been wanting to set up. Yeah, and like all our, those little things. Yeah, you edit our Amazon. Yeah, edit our Amazon storefront. Yeah. Um, if if you've listened to our podcast, if you're curious on any like books or any of the gadgets we mentioned, you can click the link in this description. You can check out our Amazon storefront because we link everything there. Yeah. Just so you know. Yeah, it's in the description of this episode. If you mm-hmm. scroll down to the bottom, like of the description you'll see a link yeah and it's to our page where you can go in and you can shop yeah so I edited that I uploaded some stuff for my house that people were asking about so and then I just worked on our project that we're working on which we'll share soon but yeah and I was watching videos while I or listening I had my phone up and I was watching them I'd glance but I was working out in the garden cleaning up things you know getting away all the weeds I'm sure I will but I was tuned in yeah I'll learn the ways of the well, I don't know if I'll have a garden, but maybe outside, you know, keeping up with some things, weed picking soon. Yeah. <laughs> and still, I now. cannot be just one with the earth. I still have to listen to something productive. Yeah. Because that's just me. Well, it's so <laughs> helpful. Like last week, we talked about like the script app or scripted. I can yeah, never I know. What it is right. it? Scripted or yeah. scribed? And how we were saying it's $9.99, not sponsored. Wish it was. But they have so many audiobooks. And I was sitting down uh, on Sunday night, I think, or Saturday night. And I was like, I'm going to read a book. Um, And then I was like, why don't I just listen to this? And it literally took 30 minutes to quote unquote, read the entire book. And I did it while I was doing my laundry. Yeah. So I was just like, this is so awesome. Yeah. You can just consume as many books, as much content as you can when you're driving, when you're getting ready for work, when you're cleaning, right? I was listening to videos while I was getting ready today. It's just like as much content and as much like business or successful stuff or like positive mindset stuff you can do. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The better. Yeah. The better. The more you can squeeze into your mind, like saturate it. That's what we do. We're saturating our minds with all of these books and yeah. Well, you kind of have to like when you're, I mean, yeah. When you try and like switch your mindset to do something that you've never done before, you really have you to continue have to. Yeah. to say, okay, I'm going to think positive. This has already happened or it's going to be harder to accomplish it. So, you know, wake up, not really having a good day. Listen to something positive. Yeah. <laughs> something happened, force yourself to listen to something positive. And, and get you- yourself over the hurdle. Exactly. Right back on track. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so we figured we'd talk about like for new business owners and something that we've been really focusing on recently is like honing in on like your dream customer, right? Yeah. Who it is you're talking to. I mean, down to every last minute detail you can think of. And this is not going to only help you like hone in on like your business as far as like client base and stuff, but it's going to help you with like your sales. It's going to help you with like your social media message. It's going to help you with everything that you do. And we're really obsessed with this right now. Mm -hmm. And we're really, really focusing and honing in on it. So we thought we'd give you like some tips and things that we've been focusing on, on how you can start that process. Cause yeah. If you look at successful people, successful businesses, they're so honed in on yeah, one they're really thing. niche down to the one thing. And there's a book called The One Thing, I think it's called, or something like that. I see I'm not very good about remembering these books right now, but again, it was just focusing on one thing. Mm-hmm. Or you can even take it into one thing at a time that you're doing, like not multitasking, because it's been proven that if we're multitasking, doing things at once, like you're, you're trying to cook a meal and you're trying to carry on a conversation on zoom and you know, you're folding laundry at the same time. Something's it's not, you're going to burn your meal 
Yeah. You know, something's going to happen. Yeah. That's really interesting because I, we, I feel like a lot of times as entrepreneurs, we want to do everything at once and it is so hard it not is. to multitask. It's a not conscious to, decision not to. Yeah. Not to see like, oh, this is the thing. This is the thing. Now I got to do this, 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 and being spread super thin. Mm-hmm. Um, That's like what our coach Russell Brunson in the program that we're going to, like, he's like, if you have multiple businesses, you got to kill all the babies except for one. He Choose said. one Choose and one. stick with that. Mm-hmm. And that you're not a- allowed to deviate from it because that's what entrepreneur minds do. Yeah. We try to do too many things at once. We get too many projects going at the same time. But the problem is we don't finish all of those projects. Or if we think we're trying to, we're not going to get the results we want. And they're not going to be as good or as thorough as we wanted them to be because we're doing too many other things at the same time. Yeah, and it will just kind of like slow you down. Mm -hmm, So like getting really specific on like who you're talking to and like your dream client will really help you narrow down on those I feel like and it's like before I do anything you know is this gonna benefit this one person and I think the process that we've been going through is really really cool because you let's like open a google drive document and then um start writing out really specific things about who you're talking to yeah like is it a mom maybe a mother you know with young children maybe a mother with teens or is it a college student that you're talking to somebody who's just moving out of their home for the first time maybe it's young couples business couples people who are they have home-based businesses or they work in corporate executive offices you know determining who that person is, is so key. And then what do they do? Yeah. What do they do? Do they work nine to five? You Mm -hmm. know, do they have their own business already? Um, Maybe how much money are they bringing in? Like really specific things. Do they own a home? Yeah. Do Do they live in a suburbia? Do they live in city dwellings? Mm -hmm. Are they are they jet setters, you know, are like they themselves entrepreneurs or pioneers, or, you know, maybe they travel a lot and yeah. they, they don't have a lot of home time. You know, there's all of these things that you, if you really niche down and figure out what it is and who it is you're talking to, like we know that there are some organizers that just speak to young moms with young kids because that's their passion. If they can help them make meals better and organize toys better and just have more family time, then that makes that particular organizer feel really good because they know how to do it. They're good at it, but they've niched down to talk to just that one client. So they wouldn't talk to say someone who's raised their kids and they're just looking for some tips on organizing a home office. Yeah, or exactly. Or like a college student or like someone, you know, like maybe hoarder-esque, I guess, where mm-hmm. it's like, you know, they have a lot of things because different people have different tips. But that's a really good point. Like if you have an organizing business, I, uh, we were talking to an, an organizer that wants to start their business. And we were saying at the beginning, it's really good to just branch out and like do as many things as possible. Yeah. Dabble, dabble yeah. in different areas of the home and different styles of people because and- we you have ADD minded people, you have people with hoarding tendencies or complete hoarders. You have people that, like I said earlier, are just too busy. They have no time. Their lives yeah. are really full. You know, those are all different kinds of people. Right. And like, what projects do you maybe want to do? And so at the beginning, I feel like it's really good to just test out a bunch of things because how are you going to know who you want to help yeah. unless you've kind of dabbled a little bit and you've had that experience yeah. partly, which is why we hone down to mostly doing relocations. You know, that's like what we do here in our local communities, relocations. We help yeah. people move. That's what we do. Yeah. We're very, very, very picky on if 
we're doing an organizing project specifically. And honestly, we haven't done one, an organizing project just alone in a long time. Oh yeah. Like, where it's not associated with a move. Yeah. When it's not associated with a move. I can't even remember Maybe the last like time years? we did that. Yeah. I can't even remember. Yeah. And I know when we did that, we, we thought, you know, that was a lot of work. We really have this whole relocations things down that it didn't feel as good to us as it would to another organizer in that same situation. So it's all a matter of your own preference too. Right. What turns you on? Mm -hmm. What gets you excited about doing something? Exactly. So going back to the Google Drive, after you've kind of outlined a person, like think about your dream customer as one specific person. Think about like what they're struggling with too. You know, um, are they, like you said, do they not have a lot of time? Are they struggling with money? Because then you can speak to that specific issue, right? Perhaps they struggle with money. So they are going to be very budget conscious. And if that's something you can do, perhaps there's some organizing tips that you can give them or you can get product, but perhaps it's product from Dollar Tree or something more affordable. Or do they have a lot of money? Like it's really good to see what their struggles are, what they care about, what they don't care about and write it all in like bullet lists in a Google drive document. This is my dream client as a specific person. And then what's kind of a fun exercise, which is what we do. And people are like, this is so stupid. Why would you do this? But it really does help is go on Google and type in a bunch of attributes that you typed in on your list. So it's like a woman, yeah. you know, entrepreneur. She's between this age and this age. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. she between 35 and 55? Right. Do they have money? Do they not have money? Yeah. Like, a but, bunch of different attributes, yeah. like copy and paste a bunch of them and you'll be surprised the people that it will bring up. It will just bring up people. Yeah. Just faces. Faces. And and then you can kind of say, hmm, who is my avatar? And then you can kind of look through them and pick a photo that looks like who you have in your mind. And then you give them a name. And yeah. You, I was going to say, that's another yeah. big fun thing to do too, was give them a name. Like maybe her name is Jennifer or Heather and that's on your list. And if you plan to work with men too, then you give him a name. His name is Bill. His name is John. You know, when you have names for your avatars, your ideal customer. And then you upload that to your Google Drive. You have the photo on the top, their name underneath, and then their, their list of things. All their attributes. All their attributes. And then you print it out and you hang it on your wall. And before you do anything, you ask yourself, is this something that my dream customer would benefit from, would find interesting, would help, you know, all those different things. And I feel like that's super helpful once you figure that out. Yeah. We are really always fine tuning, look at that mm-hmm. tweaking and seeing how we can combine like what we're doing on the podcast with our Instagram, but we're really trying to hone in on that one person. So that way everything ties together so we can consistently yeah, every talk to Every single that thing we do is steering to the direction of that one ideal client that we have, that we've done all those things for. Exactly. And you know, I want to say it's so tempting, especially when you're a brand new organizer, once you've decided what you want to do, like when I first started the business, I tried a lot of different projects. I worked with a hoarder. I knew I didn't like to do that. I worked with someone where I sorted and sorted and sorted papers, a -hmm. lot of papers. Mm -hmm. I don't like to do that. And another client where things were just, she worked fast. She, she got rid of stuff and made decisions quickly. And I thought, yeah, I like to work with people like that. And so I was able to figure it out. But once you get that client in mind, don't allow yourself to deviate just because you want to get that little extra Mm. money or the job like, oh, there's a possible another, you know, few hundred dollars that can come in, but don't allow yourself to to sway from that because we've really learned point. the hard way that what happens is if you take that job, it might take away from one that you 
could mm-hmm. get or that you should get. So you'll start to attract the right kind of customer. The more you refuse the customers that you don't want. And when we were talking about resource lists in the last week's podcast, yeah. those, if you have an organizer in the area that you know does those things that you don't like to do, you can refer it to that organizer and vice yeah. versa, because then you can really niche down. You can help each other. If there's a lot of organizers in your area, that's okay because everyone has different personalities and everyone likes to do different things. That's a really good point. Really, really good point. Some organizers too just do full whole house move-ins like yeah. us. They don't do any packing. They'll hire out packing, but they just want to do the move-in, the unpacking and the system setup. Yeah. And that's a great place to go. But even within those, there are gals that do just closets. They do just the pantries. Yeah. You know? and, and, uh, who was it? It was Shira Gill, I think, who talked about at the, the how-to summit the first year. It's the how-to summit is something that the home sort puts on and it's for organizers to like community stuff. Yeah, it's a conference for organizers. Yeah, and it was the first um, the first year that they did it. And Shira was talking about what she does. Shira Gill, she's uh, uh, writing a book right now called The Minimalista, I mm-hmm. believe. It comes out this year, yeah. I believe. I'm really excited yeah. for it. Yeah. We'll have to have her on and, and talk to her about um, That'll be fun. on yeah. the podcast. Yeah. yeah, But she is all about closets, what you were just kind of talking about, and how much she's been able to grow her business just focusing on closets and also only working with actual clients one-on-one on Fridays. Yeah. And then the rest of the time, she's focusing on her book or her online programs and helping people, you know, her ideal client, which is all about like, you know. Um, yeah, capsule wardrobe. Oh, she's all about the capsule wardrobes. Yeah, so. And her- she is so crisp. I yeah. mean, everything about her is so curated, but she loves to create a curated closet exactly for her clients. And I believe when she first started, she did the Friday thing so that she could have more time with her daughters, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah. I mean, and she, and that's been able to help her be super, super picky on what clients she wants to work with. She's booked, she said she'd booked out months with, I'm sure she still is. If she's still working one-on-one, I'm not sure if she is, Mm -hmm. but she was able to charge a lot more as well Mm -hmm. because she's like, Hey, I charge, you know, $1,500, whatever for this, for this session, for this session. And that is it. Yeah. We're going to work four hours, $1,500, boom. And, and she only worked with the clients that wanted to have that kind of service. So exactly. she wasn't trying to sell anybody on it. Like, oh, I could do this for you. No, it's the clients that wanted the service are the ones that she worked for. And yeah. And she went from there and she also had to increase her rates when she got overbooked Mm -hmm. and she had too many and she was turning people away. Well, a business advisor for her said, it's time to raise your rates then, which she did. And then she still got completely full, but it's because she's so unique in her ideal client. Exactly. And so it's not like, don't be afraid. Like what you're saying, it's so easy to, you know, be like, well, clients asked me to do this. Yeah, I guess I can. Like we just got this question the other day. Do you sell stuff on Facebook marketplace? And I'm like, well, that's not in our scope of practice, you know, and then your brain goes like calculating numbers and just like, how long would that take? But it's like so easy to get off that track and be like, yeah, I guess I'll you learn that. You yeah. know what I mean? Especially, especially when you're new yeah, because you're just trying you're to hustle. You're trying to, you know, get as many jobs as you can. And like I said, try as many things as possible. But to see what you like to do. 
Yeah. But once you've had a bad experience with something or you're just like, that wasn't fun. Right. Right. Do not accept jobs like that anymore. And that's okay Mm -hmm. not to accept jobs like that. Don't let yourself like what you were saying, steer off and do it just to get, you know, an extra couple hundred dollars. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. And you end up spending way more time doing those things. And sometimes you start to give them a deal because you're feeling bad that it's taking too long. So you start either reducing your rate or you give them a free hour or whatever, but that's what happens and it's not worth it. What you want to be working or who you want to be working with are those clients that want to work with you. They've been looking for you. They want to pay you for your services for what you're charging and, and only that. Because during that off time, it, when you turn down that job, it always happens where you get something else yeah, in, in it its always place. Does. Always. Mm-hmm. It always happens. Yeah. Like I think the past couple of weeks, like we are really picky on what jobs we're doing right now. So I think we've turned away, like, I don't know, four or five jobs that you've referred to other yeah, organizers. Some of them, I don't but even like, think I told you because yeah, it wasn't eh, even worth the and, energy and, to tell you, you know, but then, you know, we get like one really big job where it's like, if we would have focused on all those little, like small smaller jobs, it would have taken up a lot more of a time, probably wouldn't have been as much revenue wise, but then we got this bigger move, right? That we're just going to be focusing on for four days that like equals all of those jobs. So it's like, it always works out. And it's like, we know how to do the move. It's the same system. That's what we do. Yeah. And no matter how big, how small, it's always the same components and we're good at it. Yeah. We know what's involved. Even then we're, we're finding that we're, we're even niching down even tighter. Like we're not taking littler jobs, Mm -hmm. littler moves anymore. We're taking bigger moves because we want to have the time and the energy to work on these other projects, because that's another thing that'll get you too. If you take on those smaller jobs, you have the same amount of coordination to do for those jobs. You've got to put it on your calendar. You have to make phone calls. You have to schedule, schedule. Yeah. Yeah, consultations, you have to Plan look at product. product. And yeah, so and if it's not a job that you really want to do, mm-hmm. you could be spending that time working on your Instagram account, getting yeah. some stories planned out, you know, and reaching out in other areas that are going to benefit you in the future. And there are things that you enjoy yeah. doing. That's really huge. Because like what you're saying, we've really honed down even more. We're like, we're not going to accept anything below this under a certain dollar under a certain dollar amount we made that decision but what you were saying where it's like the time aspect of like you don't realize how much time you're putting into you know calling people to scheduling like even just writing stuff in your calendar making sure you're working around things planning product all of that takes so much time from stuff that you might not be charging for, you know, product planning. We always Mm -hmm. recommend you charge for, but like when we're doing moves, you know, we're doing the moving company, we're scheduling in state sales. Sometimes we're calling the client, we're calling a facility, we're calling an apartment, we're calling. It's like, there's so much calling. There's so many components. Yeah. And then you're following up with these same people. You're following up with the movers and you're making sure that they have what you need. And yeah, you know, and if you're doing organizing projects and you're, you're going to look for product, you're looking online for product, you have to follow up with a client. Is this okay? Is that what you want. And there's so much of that that goes into that one project. Not not including like the mental thing. Like whenever we're right. doing like a move that's like bigger and or things are just like maybe gonna we're gonna have to focus on like not fitting or that's gonna be a planning. challenge. Yeah. Like, if there's little challenges, yeah, especially in the planning, like yeah. oh, there's a little bit more that we're dealing with. And yeah, like we where find is it us, all gonna fit kind exactly. of thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you're the same way if you're list who's listening. It's like you see yourself planning out that stuff in your mind. Like even when you're laying down it's like moving things around. Like I was planning, we were planning this big house yeah. for like 
7,000 square feet house, like a huge organizing project. And it was just like at night, I was just constantly thinking like, well, what if that went there? Do I need to do this? Oh, I need to make sure. It's like those things that's just like the mental part of all of those jobs. So if you can hone in, figure out who your dream customer is and really, really be specific. It's really hard to stick to that. Mm -hmm. But if you- But it's so beneficial. So beneficial. And if you look at any successful person, again- That is exactly what they do. That's what they do. And they may have dabbled a little bit to figure out what it is that they really love to do. And that's okay, especially if you're brand new and you're just now getting clients. But as soon as you find an experience, like you said earlier, if you find something that didn't feel right to you, like you're not having fun with it, you didn't feel good when it was done, you were like glad it was over. That's a sign that that's something that you don't enjoy doing. Maybe you love helping people sort papers and setting up filing systems. There is a whole world of organizing need for that situation or photo organizing where maybe you enjoy sitting down on someone's phone Mm -hmm. and organizing their photos in their phone or any, or there's also computer organization that I've known organizers to do that. They sit on people's laptops and they just organize all their folders. We're like, we're like, I don't think that's something we want to do. No. But again, because we know what we don't want to do. Exactly. And even if if we've never done it before and we think about it now, we're not doing that now. So why would we do it in future? But those are all things that you can try. You can dabble around. But once you figure out you don't like it, don't don't do it again. And if you figure out that you do like it, then try a little bit more of that and attract those kinds of clients because then that will make you really feel good at the end of the day. Exactly. So to recap in finding your dream client, again, when you're beginning, start out, try a bunch of things, realize what you don't like to do, write out a list of what that one specific person of who they are, female, male, what they do, how much money they have, where they live, if they have kids, et cetera, what they're struggling with, Mm -hmm. write down all those different things as if they were a real person. Go on Google, find a photo of them, give them a name, and that is who you're going to be speaking to in everything that you do. Thanks for listening to the One Crazy Journey podcast, where we have a brand new episode every Monday. Like what you hear? Then subscribe so you never miss a show. And while you're at it, why not hop over to our Instagram at everything.nb and follow us there so you can keep up with our stories. And on a side note, we often make references in our episodes about the programs, books, and apps, and other tools that we love. If you would like to know what these tools are, then take a look at the show notes for this episode and find the link to our free resource guide. Well, that's it for today. So you can listen to us next time on the One Crazy Journey podcast. And if you use your imagination, you can see us too.